Hello and welcome back to another episode of Barrel Nation Productions. My name is Ryan Canfield. Paul Sauer. Anthony Petrosino. And Shane Heskett. And today we're going to be talking about the NFL draft. So as of recording this, we are two days in before the draft kicks off. This should get dropped tomorrow or midday Thursday, depending on when Jeffrey Coviello feels like it. And this is one of the weirdest drafts we're ever going to see because it's going to be done on Zoom. And obviously, part of the draft alert is seeing the people walk up to the stage, get their uniforms, shake Roger Goodell's hands. And this year's going to be sick. Yeah, because they were to go to Vegas. They were to get, like, boated into the stage. Yeah, it's dope. And it's shot. It's going to be at least. It's shot. The draft operation – has been completely different, completely different. Um, not a whole lot of physical contact between the players and the coaches and general managers. As Dave Gettleman said, you know, you can't really feel them. You can't smell them. Yes, he literally said you can't smell them. Um, Speaking about David Gettleman, did you see his war zone set up versus the rest of the NFL's coaching staff? Yeah, see, like, was- I don't know. Like, <laughs> what's the point of having seven monitors? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying Dave Gettleman's tech savvy, but what's the point of having seven monitors? None. There is no point. I feel like that would literally just make it more difficult for you in general. Like, why don't you just watch film on your flat screen TV? Like, you don't need seven different monitors to have film going from all these different games. Unless you're just going to have, like, a tab per monitor. Why? I mean, dude, I feel like he just wants it to be, oh, yeah, I'm the NFL GM. I'm going to need to have control of every little aspect of the situation. We got seven monitors, so uh, we should be taken care of. Until he lags and auto drafts from trash can. (laughs) (laughs) Auto draft. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I I said actually actually over under for technical issues. Go for it. Uh, I would say probably three on opening night. Three little incidents of, of sort. I go four. Do you think yeah. they'll, like, not get a pick in in time? Because that would be terrible. Well, didn't they do some sort of, like, protection thing? Yes. Made a statement? If there is a trade being finalized, they will run out the clock, and they will give the time for that trade to be completed. So, like, if the Giants are going to trade out of four and they're still finalizing the trade details, as the clock runs out, the NFL will grant them time to – complete that trade and then it's showtime that's it mm-hmm. that works well i don't know yeah we'll see how it works there's as we know with using zoom either for recording or for school there's always some sort of issue yes and they're gonna be well they're gonna be broad like this is still gonna be nationally televised correct yep yeah yeah so there's there's gonna i feel like something might happen i'm interested to see on the players end like what the families do like how they are gonna make it special because I mean, yeah. certain cases, like, not everyone's invited to the draft mm-hmm. in general. Right. So, it's just going to be everyone's in that boat. And um, I'm interested to see, like, I, I bet, like, a certain family is going to do, like, little ceremonies and, like, give them the hat, the jersey. And, yeah, the jersey. Uh, Especially for the families that know who's going to – like, Joe Burrow, he knows he's going there. Yeah, exactly. Cincinnati shouldn't have a whole lot of issues technic- technicality-wise because – Actually, we can we can go into the draft order now. So, Cincy will take Joe Burrow at one. That's 
all fucking wait, wait. Before you go to number two, um, I just always think when, when we see these NFL drafts, the first pick, it's almost always, like, pretty guaranteed who's going to get picked. But it always takes, like, eight minutes. That is true. I mean, I don't know. maybe I'm the only one who's ever noticed it. But I, I mean, just... last year there was like a rise that maybe the Cardinals were to take one in Williams at one. Which and would have been 17, no one knew who the Browns were going to take. Yeah, yeah well, but no one knew. 49ers got Nick Bosa. All right. Yeah. So, number two, probably going to be Chase Young with the Washington Redskins, but you never know. RG, you were saying something how they want like a corner, cornerback too? QB. Well, there's rumors that they're not completely sold on Dwayne Haskins. Remember, Ron Rivera's coming in from Carolina, and he had Kyle Allen as his backup, who actually played a lot because Cam was hurt, and Washington just well. acquired Kyle Allen for, like, nothing. Yeah. Um, so there are definitely rumors in the Washington front office that are not, they're not sold on Haskins, and they have been looking at the top QBs and more of just, like, doing their due diligence, but, like, actually legitimately having interest. So there might be, like, a 3% chance that Tua could be a Washington Redskin. And Chase Young slips to three or four. And That would be just pure chaos. That would be chaos. Oh, Giants getting Chase Young? Giants getting Chase Young? Unreal. But, honestly, if they don't, uh, they're not set in stone on trading out of four, so they could either trade and flip. They still have a solid pick. They they need um they need O linemen, and they got a really good pick in Jedrick Wills Jr. this year. He's crazy. I don't there's know if so many things want. to look into because four, they've got a, four stud linemen in this draft. Yes, and that's, a, that's another one. good point. Dave Gettleman is never traded back as as an NFL general manager, never. And if there's a draft to do it, it's this one. But the thing is, all the power is in Detroit's hands right now. Because if they take the cornerback from Ohio State, Jeff Okuda, Okuda the Giants have all the leverage to get trade up. Because Miami has got to take a quarterback. And that's or, whether it's her or Tua, who knows. Or say Tua is gone and the Lions still are, like, looking at that corner, Okuda. Chase Young falls to four. The Giants could say, hey – well, first of all, they could take Chase Young, which would obviously be a huge win. For well, them. right, that's the other thing. Hey, because... who wants Chase Young? Show us your best offer, and they could pull some big time, like extra picks for him. Well, Detroit could take Chase Young, and then Jeff Okuda falls, and apparently the Falcons have been super aggressive, and the Falcons sit at sixteen for trading up into the top ten, and they need a cornerback. So. Cowboys too, right? Because Byron's not Cowboys too, because Byron Jones went to Miami. There is if Washington does not take Chase Young, it's gonna be pure chaos from the for the rest of the draft. Um but in all likelihood it'll go Burrow, it'll go Young. As of now, Detroit apparently isn't floored with any offers. So I think my opinion they'll stick at three and take Akuda. I think the Giants will trade out. I don't know with who. Um, Isaiah Simmons is going to be a star. He is. He'll make any defense immediately better. He's positionless. He played so many snaps at so many different positions. He's an animal on the pass rush, bro. And he's he is a star. No, but pass rush is not where he's, like, like centered. That, no, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. Like, he's just still – he's he just – He's lined up at the end, an outside like, linebacker. Yeah, he's listed an outside linebacker. But also, he played safety. 
That's true. And a little bit of slot cornerback. Like the dude yeah. does everything. Everything. Just an ad. Reminiscent of Jabril Peppers. No, nah, he's more like good. a Derwin James. Yeah, but I'm, do you think Miami's going to go with that? Uh, he's more like a Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams is not good. Jamal is, though. Oh, he's better than Derwin James. Yeah, there it is. But he's a safety. He's not positionless. Okay, but Jamal, if he had to, could play linebacker. I could see that. I'm sure he could, but I don't know why you take the best. You know, you know what? You know what I would? You know what I should say? Isaiah Derrick Henry's running Jamal over. He's like Cam Chancellor, Isaiah Simmons. I don't know about that. Chancellor was a linebacker all of college. Well, Cam Chancellor just hit people. Like Isaiah Simmons isn't the big hitter type. He's True. just he's a precision player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Giants are a complete wild card. I think they're going to trade down. I think they're going to take a tackle. If they were dead set on Isaiah Simmons at four, it's been known that when Dave Gettleman has got his guy, he's got his guy. It was Daniel Jones last year. It was Saquon the year before. So that's a complete wild card. Miami, I think they're going to go Tua. Yeah, me too. That makes the most sense for them. Magic can only last a few so long. But I keep well, the, hearing that they like Herbert. Well, that's the whole other debate is like, People are like, all right, Tua is definitely the better pure prospect right now, mm-hmm. but his long-term health because yeah. he's already he's had the hip that the was bad. He had the ankle the, the year before, and I know scouts are concerned because he plays tough. Like he doesn't know when to just go down or throw yeah, the ball out of bounds, whereas Kyler Murray does and Patrick Mahomes does. Nah, so yeah, there is. There is a lot, a lot of concern with Tua's health. No one's doubting Tua the player. It's Tua's health, and can he be that guy for 10 years, or would he be an RG3? Yeah, exactly. Very well said. Yeah, I miss – I hate injuries in sports. There's so many players that could have been nasty. To Ooh, thunder. I was going to say, are you guys hearing the thunder? thunder right now? Yeah, we're getting yeah. this. Yeah, Zeus has a hot take about this draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Zeus likes those injuries, I guess. That's Sorry. That's you're you're in most contact with him being green. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Tell us what he's thinking. <laughs> or Jupiter. Or you could hit up the boy, Hercules. Poseidon, the man. Hercules oh, is the man. Poseidon's the goat. Poseidon's the goat. No, Hercules is the man, bro. Hercules is just. A, I think Petro is Hades, just in like. What? Aries, bro. All right, then I'm Kratos. <laughs> who's at five you got the list pulled up right so yeah so it's cincy washington detroit the giants miami and this is where the chargers come in because they're currently on, rolling with tyrod taylor as their qb they just dropped by the way fire uniforms today oh yeah i saw them a lot of good uniforms so nice stupid uniforms this year though the patriots, like the patriots are just right. i don't even know what to think about the who patriots uniforms in the league jets <laughs> absolutely Dude, the Browns' new uniforms, so dumb. They're not new. We've seen them before. They're recycled. That's what they wore in 2008. When they compared like, the Falcons to the longest yard, that was really funny. That was funny. Yeah, the Panthers' uh, Twitter account went after the Falcons. So actually, I actually like the Falcons' ones, though. Yeah, I did, too. Dude, and the, the Buccaneers' jerseys were sick. Were sick. <laughs> I'm about to get a Mean Machine Paul Crew jersey. <laughs> That's... So, going back to Chargers, the draft, they could take their QB of the future, whether it be Justin Herbert. They could also be a trade-up candidate with the Giants, and they take two of them. I don't see two of them in the top five. 
Tua, I'd be shocked if Tua fell out of the top. I'm, everything online I'm seeing says Tua in top five. I, I think if he gets past the Chargers, somehow it's a miracle. I think I think the Chargers are going to take Tua. I think he's – what are they, six? I think Miami. Yeah, they're six. There's going to be a lot of moving and shaking. You're saying Miami takes Herbert then, Petro? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, but the Chargers have also said that Herbert most likely is their guy out of all the QBs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Tua's a Miami guy. I feel like he would enjoy it. Tua's been on – it's been going for their two Their owner has been in love with Tua since last year. Yeah. yeah. So, there's – Four, there's five, and six all team. over the board. I'd like to see Miami build a good team. I like Miami. They did I, a great job in free agency. Yeah, that's my uncle's a. Big and one. they got what fourteen picks this draft. Like they're ready to roll. Fourteen picks. That's amazing. Because remember how they got rid of basically yeah, everybody. They, they sold. They sold hard. Yeah. Exactly. They got Tunsil. They got rid of Tunsil. They got rid of Minka Fitzpatrick. So the Steelers would have picked eighteen, but they. And I think this is a great deal for the Steelers. They now have – Miami has the 18th pick in the draft because Minka Fitzpatrick made that Steelers defense lethal down the stretch. Yeah, Minka's legit. You're not what, drafting what do the Minka Ravens Fitzpatrick. Have this year? Probably the Ravens, 28. 28. Huh. Yeah, they're 28. CD is the best receiver in the draft. Dude, we, it's we, wide receiver class. Judy and the Raiders are taking uh, – Land right after. No, 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 no. If the Jets pick a receiver, it's got to be CD or Rugs. But if it's Rugs, it should be the Rugs. Trade back. If they trade right. back to 15 with the Falcons and get Rugs, that's a phenomenal job. Yeah, but this has Rugs going at 13 to the Niners. Yeah, dude, Rugs is just Speaking getting that pick. On. Rugs is getting slept on sheerly because of of Judy. Because Jerry Judy is a bucket, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry but Judy's Huck nice. is also nasty. It's a crazy thing. Yeah, like, Jake Fromm, not in the first round. Cap. We've been talking about the draft. Jake Fromm is weak. I haven't even mentioned, like, the best part of it. Like, this draft, this uh, receiver class is insane. Yeah, this, yeah, this is a deep – this is one of the better draft classes we've seen. Like, the wide receiver class could rival the 14 class, and the offensive tackle class is also super deep. Offensive line class. Well, yeah, I guess mostly tackles. So, hold on. We're jumping ahead. Carolina's at seven. I think if a lot of moving and shaking goes on, I think Isaiah Simmons would be a great fit down there. But also, Teddy B, Canfield. Well, they have Teddy B. They just signed him for three years, 60 mil. You don't think they're going to draft someone? You don't make a $60 million commitment to a quarterback and then draft someone as a QB. They'll probably take a quarterback in, like, the third round. Yeah, true. I don't know. It's just like Teddy B has been a backup for three years now. So I mean, he was good with the Saints when Drew Brees was hurt, and they're taking a gamble. And he was very good with the Vikings. Before, yeah, pre-ACL. He had a lot of potential when he, was, when he was rolling with them. So that brings us to eight in Arizona. Apparently, Kyler Murray has been pushing C.D. Lamb to form a nasty wide receiver group with DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitz, Lamb, and Christian Kirk. Kingsbury could put that together pretty well, I feel like. Because Larry's going to retire soon, so he's not long-term. Maybe uh, he will learn from him, a little mentorship. Yeah, I don't know if Lamb's the move for them, though. I feel like you're strengthening a strength when you need to strengthen uh, another part of that team. Because their line's good, they have their running back. They need to, I think, put that pick towards defense, maybe a Derek Brown. Uh, Kenyon Drake. 
Oh, he's not long-term. No, not at all. Yeah, but you know what? Running backs are so replaceable, and in that system, it shouldn't matter. True. This draft, I'm not really seeing any good running backs in this draft. Ooh, I don't know. Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins. so good. I don't know about Dobbins. Neither of them are projected to go in the first round. If they're going to go in the first round, they're going to go first. If Jonathan Taylor's not a first-round pick, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Uh, he literally, he really he literally rushed for, he, dude. He rushed for two thousand yards three years in a row. <laughs> yes, but you got to realize that the in terms of positional value, the running backs are the least positional value in the entire league. Like, will we, will we really see a first round with no running back picked? I think there's a half decent chance. I don't know. I guess it could happen. I think it'd be a mistake, but. So, Jacksonville's at nine. They could be, like, a surprise QB team if they don't think Minshew's the man, yeah. although uh, I think Minshew's the man. Minshew's the man. Yeah, but yeah, well, so they, they, they could be a surprise QB team, but them using a first-round pick on a QB with Minshew is unlikely. They need a wide receiver. Yeah, that's true. Or line, dude. They could pick a lineman. Yeah, they, they need help everywhere. They really – anywhere. They could pick anyone. Um – Cleveland, they lost a lot of line help last year when they traded yeah. Kevin Zietler to the Giants for Odell. They made a concerted effort in free agency. They got Jack Conklin, and they can 1,000% get another one of the big tackles to shore up their line. I really wish the Jets got Conklin. I wanted the Giants to get Conklin. He was asking, he was asking for too much money for Joe Douglas to sign him. Douglas is such a good GM. That I've brings us to the Jets that. at 11. So – with the Jets, it's it's a pretty pretty large scale. They could easily take a wide receiver, but even more easily in my eyes, they could take a lineman because you have those four, in my opinion, it's the four elite tackles, Becton, Willis, Wirfs, and Thomas. I don't even know who's the best. I couldn't tell you who I would want. I would probably say I'd probably say Becton or Willis. But so, like, yeah. well, the skill gap skill gap is not very far between those four. If anything, Wirfs is probably the weak point out of Iowa, but he's huge, like an absolute mong. Well, there's a lot of – yeah, no, there's – they all have their strengths. Andrew Thomas is the safest pick. Safest um, pick bar. yeah. He's the, the stud from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Becton is 6'8", 300-plus, and ran like the winds at the yeah. combine. But, but also we, we just had a drug test get flagged. flagged. Which is what? Does that mean like weed? No, it just flagged. So no, it means that like, their their urine was too diluted for them to detect anything. So there's possibility that they could have tampered uh, with their sample, but basically it means that their test wasn't positive or negative. It was unconclusive. Uh, so right. I he was trying to finesse the system and dilute his pee, or he's really yeah, hydrated. Or he was just hydrated. Like anything can happen, but what's his name? DeAndre Ayton got suspended for what twenty five games, I'm pretty sure, just because his uh urine was diluted. Well, the yeah. NBA, geez. So, Becton, in my opinion, can be the best of the four or it could be the worst of the four. And it can go either direction. Uh, Worfs is not yet rounded out, but he's yeah. a great guard, by far the best guard in the draft. And Wills and is a right huge. tackle. And he's been starting since his freshman year. Some project him to be the left tackle of the future, although it does scare me. 
if we're going to draft him as a left tackle when he's played right, especially because Eric Flowers scarred me for life yeah. when yeah. the Giants did that and tried to shift him to left and he was awful. So I, I think want, you draft Wills as a right tackle. I kind of want Isaiah Simmons. How could you I not? I don't know, man. Dude. I love Isaiah Simmons and he's, he's going to be a great animal. player, but we an just animal. invested two big picks in Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. You got to protect those investments. That's but also, you can't stack the offense and not do anything with your defense. Like I said, I agree. That's why I want to trade could, down and get more picks. Really, it could really go both ways. Giants defense loses the games. Our run defense needs help. Our run defense was pretty solid. Yeah, like Leonard that, Williams actually. We're solid until we let off like that 50-yard run that ends the game. Yep. Because we just get beaten up. Wow. So, back to the Jets. <laughs> And that's just capping the the lineman side of things. The Jets could just as easily go wide receiver. CD, Judy, or Henry Ruggs, all three of those guys have a pretty flashy taste to them. They all have a big ceiling, but I think overall CD is the most well-rounded receiver out of those three. I think he's the smoothest route runner of the three by four. I think Ruggs is the burner. Ruggs is the, Ruggs is the burner. Judy's the most athletic in general. I don't know. I would also be totally fine if the Jets traded back and picked Ruggs at, like, 16. That would be phenomenal. And that could work, actually, because 16 is Atlanta if they do want to yep. trade up yep. for a quarterback. And Atlanta wants to trade up, exactly. So, going back, Las Vegas is never, like, I feel like committed to Derek Carr. And yeah, I could totally not. see them if Justin Herbert fell or take Jordan Love Ooh, as a project. Yeah. Love. Love is sneaky. Or Dude, Collins. no one knows where he's going to go. He's no going to be good. I'm telling you. 13 is San Fran, which they got for Indy for DeForest Buckner. And this is pick is known to be up for business because San Fran doesn't have at the moment a second, third, or fourth round pick. So, and they also have 31. So I will, I would be willing to put a significant amount of money down that San Francisco will be trading 13 or 31 or both in this draft. I see. Interesting. Um, and then we kind of talked about Tampa. They can go QB long-term or look at short-term and get a tackle. Denver could be a wide in the wide receiver market if they think Drew Locke is the guy. We mentioned Atlanta numerous times. Yeah. Um, Dallas is at 17. They're going to go defense. This Miami's pick at 18 for Pittsburgh. Uh, at 19 from the Khalil Mack trade, this would have been Chicago's pick, but they instead, it is Las Vegas's at 19. For Jalen Ramsey, Jacksonville is picking at 20, and that would have been the Rams pick. Philly is at 21. Minnesota from Buffalo for Stephon Diggs at 22. Uh, New England at 23, New Orleans at 24. Actually, New England, let's touch on them for a moment. They could be in the QB market. That's true. That is actually very true, Canfield. Because who, who somehow if Jordan, if Jordan Love falls back all the way down to New England. No. I don't know how they wouldn't. I was going to go back to the uh, Tampa Bay. They have a solid pick for the uh, free agency moves they made this year. So it's exciting, like, to see what they could make. If, if, they, they, if they nail this draft, they're going to have a solid team. Well, they're going to have Tom, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. 
Exactly. And so that's if OJ Howard. In add this variable, like if they nail this draft, that could be dangerous. I think Tampa would be smart to pick a lineman. Protect that old man. How's their defense? They have Shaq Barrett, who they franchise tagged. Jason Pierre-Paul, they extended. Nasty. JPP still working down there. Dude, he's not bad either. Like, he had a decent year. With the club. With the club and everything. Love, love JPP. I love him, too, even though he blew off his hand. Yeah. Um, so, just to round out the final picks, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota 25. Another pick. Miami from Houston. This is the Laramie Tunsil trade. So Miami has three first round picks. And they could definitely dangle a couple of those that they wanted to trade up to get someone. Seattle at 27. Baltimore at 28. Lamar Jackson on a different note just named the cover athlete from Madden 21. Tennessee at 29. Green Bay at 30. San Fran at 31. And the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs at 32. Interesting. Um, the Chiefs gonna is this as Caesar Ruiz, Michigan offensive yeah, line? Same with mine. Yeah, I mean they're bringing back ten of their eleven starters. It wouldn't be a bad idea if they just draft alignments, replace the one they lost. Yeah, not at all. It would be a good idea. Someone said crazy. I saw ninety percent of the team. Yeah, that's a, that's a team that's dedicated. Dedicated. So interesting to see what they'll do this year. And especially while they still yeah, have Patrick Mahomes in the rookie yeah. I mean, it's hard to not when you, you know, just want a Super Bowl. You know, I feel bad for all these teams, you know, when this time in uh, February next year will be another giant Super Bowl. I feel bad. What a ridiculous statement by Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Honestly, more, Shane. One like, of the more factual things he's ever said in his life. <laughs> if you do think about it, and I thought about this, if we, like, trade back and like nail every single one of our draft picks and Daniel Jones takes the next step like it's not that preposterous oh, I mean so I could, could I like, say the same thing maybe even more so maybe even more so about the Jets remember San Fran was picking what two overall last year that, and wasn't, made the Super Bowl? That, wasn't, that wasn't their pick though right that was a trade-up no that was their pick oh they were Jimmy terrible. G got hurt Jimmy G was hurt they Three. made all the right moves. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. It was because Jimmy G was hurt. That's why and they're right. They but they still Nick went Hoops. and built the team around them. But they still had a good team before that. They didn't yeah. have Nick Bosa. They three and one with Debo Samuel. Without Nick Bosa, that team's different. And uh, yeah, George Kittle. Still a good team. Without Nick Bosa. George Kittle was what year? George uh, Kittle was fourth round pick, I think, two years ago. So I think he's entering year three or four. Oh, no. He's got to be entering year four, at least. Yeah. He was the fifth-round pick in the 2017 draft. This is his third yeah. year. 2018 was his first year. 2019 was his second year. No, 2017 was his first year. No, he was drafted in 2017. And played in 2017. Oh, wait. I have the years backwards in my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> entering his fourth year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I thought it goes December, then it goes November. I thought it goes backwards. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, that's uh, Barrel Nation Productions taking on the NFL draft. To be sure to follow at Barrel Nation Productions on Instagram. We will have gaming coming out very, very soon. This podcast should also – sorry, this podcast should also come out very, very soon. I'm Ryan Canfield. I'm Paul Sauer.
I'm Anthony Petrosino. I'm Shane Haskett. And on behalf of Luke Griffey, who couldn't make it with us today, we will see you next time. Have a great day. Make sure to stay safe, stay healthy. Have a good one. Peace. Have a good one. Peace. What it mean? Yeah. What it mean? I'm outside. Pop out game with the team. Uh.